In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. If you're enjoying how Sunday Setup gets you ready for Mass each weekend, be sure to share this podcast with a friend. Or, if you don't like this podcast, share it with an enemy. But either way, we want to get you ready once again for Mass. And this Sunday opens with a passage from our longtime friend, Isaiah. Our excerpt for the first reading starts with verse 7 of Isaiah's 58th chapter. But looking at verse 1 will help to give us the full picture. Here's what's going down. God tells Isaiah to proclaim to my people their transgression. And what is that transgression? We find out in verse 3. On your fast day, you carry out your own pursuits. You fast only to quarrel and fight. Some of the religious people in Israel were losing sight of the true meaning of fasting. And God's not happy. Through Isaiah, he continues by asking, Is this what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is this not rather the fast that I choose? And that's where our first reading picks up. Share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked, and so forth. Isaiah saw how the people of Israel had made religion a bit too personal. They became so engrossed in their own religious observance that they were entirely neglecting the need to go out and care for those in need. God's message to the people through Isaiah is that fasting must always be accompanied by good works. For those who do this, Isaiah says that their light shall break forth like the dawn, vindication shall go before them, and the glory of the Lord shall be their rear guard. This weekend, St. Paul is reminding the Christians of Corinth of when he first arrived in the city and how he showed up proclaiming the mystery of God. For us, the word mystery might make us think of Sherlock Holmes or the board game Clue. But the truth is that the concept of mystery meant something quite different in Paul's day. It referred to the mystery cults, such as those related to Dionysus or Mithras. These secret societies kept their rituals and handshakes from everyone else, and those initiated into the mystery cult made oaths to guard the cult's secrets. Think of it like a group of young girls on the playground exchanging class gossip but demanding that each other not share their secrets. That was the idea behind mystery in Paul's day. But for Paul, this mystery of Jesus Christ was open to all. And Paul reminds the Corinthians of how he explained this mystery not with sublimity of words or of wisdom, but rather with Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul wanted to ensure that the Corinthians' entrance into the mystery of God would not be from his own demonstration of rhetorical power, but rather in Jesus' demonstration of power from the cross. Now, the great irony about this passage is that almost in the same breath as saying that he arrived without skilled rhetoric, Paul then uses a rhetorical device at the end of the excerpt by showing how his words are backed up by a demonstration, but it's a demonstration of spirit and power, so that their faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Our gospel passage this weekend is only four verses long, and it contains two famous metaphors. Jesus tells his disciples that they are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let's look at both in turn. Salt was used in the ancient world primarily not as a condiment, although it was used in that way, but rather as a preservative. This was, of course, way before the time of Maytag and GE. Without refrigerators, the most efficient way to save that extra lamb chop was to throw a bunch of salt on it. 
With that in mind, an argument could be made that when Jesus calls his disciples the salt of the earth, he's envisioning them working in a similar way. As the world starts to rot away, like a piece of steak left out for a couple of days, the disciples' job is to help preserve the world by their presence as salt. Of course, the more common interpretation that the disciples as salt help to spice up the world could very well also apply here and have been the intention of Jesus' metaphor. From there, Jesus then describes the disciples as the light of the world. Being a light was mentioned by our friend Isaiah in four different places in his book, but always with the idea that Israel might be a light to the nations. Now Jesus is picking up on that theme and describing how his followers ought to be the light. Just so, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year A. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.